From the soundtrack to the 1986 Bollywood film Jean Baz, that was Sapna Mukherjee with Piardo, Piarlo, Give Love and Take Love in Hindi. Jean Baz, which translates as Big Deal, was inspired by the 1946 Western Duel in the Sun. The story involves a man with two sons, one a cop, the other a playboy. And he tries to help a family friend dealing with a drug feud and the interactions between the sons and their friend's daughter. Jean Baz was directed by Faraz Khan, and it starred Anil Kapoor, who later appeared in Slumdog Millionaire and the eighth season of 24, and Dimple Kapadia. Mukherjee is what's known as a playback singer, which is very common in Bollywood, along with other film industries whereby someone else sings a song that an actor lip-syncs to on screen. Mukherjee made her debut in Jean Baz, and by 1989, she made her breakthrough for her work in the film Tridev. I was first exposed to Piardo Piarlo from the Hip-O compilation, The Best of Bollywood, 15 classic hits from the Indian cinema. And in the background, this is Heartbeats. Of this year's Forever Violet EP, this song is Eastside. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's internationally inspired community radio station, CITR, your voice of UBC here on 101.9 FM, and we broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus to the lower mainland of British Columbia, effectively from Squamish down to Bellingham, Washington. Here, but most importantly elsewhere, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. We have live streams and show pages where you can catch up on past episodes. My name is Gak, and I'll be separated from you via plane, train, and automobile for the next two hours. So prepare yourself a cup of hot tea, sit back, relax, as the ride takes you places. Please note that this is a pre-recorded show, so do not call in, but you can email me anytime, radiofreegak at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air, and Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. So this week, I am in India. I have a business trip to Bangalore, and as you listen to this, I'll be 12 and a half hours ahead. And as a regular traveler, I've always been asked about heading to India, but it was never really on my radar in any way before. That said, it's a prime opportunity, so we'll see how I am when I'm back next week. So yes, one week for me to the subcontinent. And I suspect I'll be massively jet-lagged for the next little while. So I'm going to do a little bit about Bollywood. The Bombay Hollywood scene, a theme I've wanted to explore after eight years on air, though, based on everything else in my life right now, this won't be a fully focused episode, as I would hope. However, we'll use this as a simple gateway before I get into a full, proper Bollywood episode. So I'll touch upon some of Wes Anderson's selections from his Indian-inspired film, The Darjeeling Limited. I did a wee profile back in 2008 during the early days when this show was known as Radio Free Gak. But by at that point, I was all over the map then, and I think I focused on a lot of the other songs from the film. Otherwise, we'll go long for musically, starting off with some of the leftover pieces from the recent David Bowie profile that uh, I had to bump due to time. As we know at this point, Bowie died earlier this year after the release of his latest album, Black Star, after an 18-month battle with cancer. He was taken away far too soon. Although his influence on rock has been epic, Bowie also served as an inspiration to classical music, primarily with Philip Glass. The minimalist composer has uh, done two symphonies based on Bowie's music, 
1992, his first symphony was inspired by songs from Bowie's 1977 album, Low, the first part of Bowie's Berlin trilogy, which featured production by Brian Eno. For his fourth symphony, Glass went to the Berlin Well again. I guess at the time, the Berlin Wall. But in 1996, uh, he uh, took on the second album that Bowie released in 1977, Heroes. Glass's Heroes Symphony developed further when the American choreographer Twyla Tharp suggested that the music work as a ballet score for her dance company. So the six movements from the Fourth Symphony were shaped from Bowie's and Eno's themes into a dramatic piece. We're going to go with one of the movements from Glass's Fourth Symphony and then a fun little remix. Here's the Symphony Orchestra Basel from 2012 featuring Dennis Russell Davies as the conductor. And he also did the debut recording with the American Composers Orchestra back in 96. This will be the sixth and final movement, and this is based on Boeing and Eno's Kraftwerk tribute, which was kind of only natural since they were in Germany at the time. So this will be V2 Schneider, David Bowie, orchestral style, here on Exploding Head Movies on the globe-spanning CITR. 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
strength, dignity, respect, beauty, self-worth, safety, confidence, choice, hope. The Beauty Night Society is a registered charity dedicated to helping marginalized women introduce trust, hope, and self-esteem into their lives. This is the first day of Through its popular makeover program, the Beauty Night Society has touched the lives of thousands and reintroduced a healthy touch to the lives of vulnerable women throughout British Columbia, creating real life makeovers. Please visit www.beautynight.org for information on programs on how to help. Beauty night because, because dignity, dignity is beautiful. I think I was blind before I met you.
Apex Twin with a remix of the first movement from Philip Glass's Fourth Symphony and fusing David Bowie's original vocals from the song Heroes along with Glass's orchestral version. He appeared as a B-side to one of Apex Twin's mid-90s singles, but it's also found on the cheekily titled 26 Mixes for Cash compilation from 2003. And part of the reason it was called that was because Richard B. James, the man behind the mask that is Aphex Twin, always indicated he would not accept check or credit card because all the payments could be traced back to his address. So he wanted cash via courier. Of course, the courier had to know where he lived. But anyways, James has been a force on the electronic music scene since the late 80s. In the past two years, he's been actively releasing music again after a bit of a dry spell for us between 2001's Drooks and the 2014's Syro. Well, the rest assured he was still making music. There's been various other EPs released since then, featuring his massive arsenal of synthesizers. As for Glass, he's still very active in music, whether it's for quartet, orchestra, or film. And as recent scores go, he worked with Marco Beltrami on the recent Fantastic Four attempt. Sadly, third time wasn't the charge. But then uh, he actually worked also on the Russian documentary Leviathan from 2014. So yes, that was Philip Glass with Heroes, with David Bowie on vocals, and the Big Spin remix. Behind me, here's more Bowie. From the Ryko Disc edition of Heroes, this was a previously unreleased track called Abdul Majid. We have one more slice of Bowie here, taking a different minimalist approach with a DFA element. James Murphy's going to be busy this year as his band LCD Sound System hits the festival circuit this summer as part of a reunion tour along with a rumored fourth album. Murphy had worked with Bowie during the last few years of his life. One obvious example was Bowie's cameo in the Arcade Fire's title song to The Reflector, which Murphy produced. In 2013, Murphy did one of his occasional 10-plus-minute remixes of one of Bowie's songs from Bowie's 2013 album, The Next Day. And for this, he opted to take on the morphing patterns popularized by the composer Steve Reich, particularly his clapping music. Pay attention, though, there's some actual elements of applause here for this dramatic remix. This will be James Murphy with the Hello, Steve Reich remix of David Bowie's Love is Lost.
Liveband.com is Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. New shows are added daily by the city's most active promoters, musicians, and by the driving force of the music scene, the fans. Liveband.com's listings are different because they are integrated with profiles updated by bands and business owners as they promote upcoming events. Check out the archives to see how closely we've worked within the community to put on the shows you love. Visit LiveMusicVancouver.com for the latest independent and major label event listings. LiveVan.com, Vancouver's community-driven concert calendar. From their 1983 album, Dazzle Ships, that was OMD, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, with Swiss Radio International. As implied by its title, the song is based on a radio recording of the call sign from the old radio station. Itself wouldn't have dissolved in 2004, much like many other public broadcasters with their foreign language services, opting for internet reach instead. The melody to Swiss Radio International was once referred to as the ice cream song, due to its similarity to what we often hear with vans roaming around neighborhoods in the summertime. OMD's Dazzle Ships album at the time was considered a bomb due to its mixture of music concrete and other melancholic traits. But over time, the experiments on that album have stood up very well. It is part of the reason why OMD reunited and remains popular with new albums and tours. Naturally, songs like Enola Gay and If You Leave sort of help build that up too. In the background, this is Chicago's Bitchin' Bajas with Marimba. This is off last year's Transporteur EP. Bitching Bajas have some new material out this month as they recently collaborated with Bonnie Prince Billy on some jams, which I still have to listen to rather than just read. Now we've talked a lot about Bowie already, but there's been another recent death in the 70s music experience. And this is a little bit more prog rock here as Keith Emerson, being the keyboard third of Emerson, Lake and Palmer, known for albums like Tarkus and songs like Lucky Man, died recently. Emerson helped popularize the Moog synthesizer and even toured with its insane array of tone generators. Despite their propensity with going out of tune based on temperature, they tune it right before showtime. Of course, you put in thousands of people in a venue, and the temperature's gonna reheat right up. Prior to Emerson, Lake and Palmer, Emerson played organ for a few acts, primarily the Nice. And he frequently adapted classical and jazz music to rock conventions ranging from Leonard Bernstein, Dave Brubeck, Sergei Rachmaninoff, Leos Janicek, Bach, Aaron Copeland, and Scott Joplin. But for this, as a Finn, I'm going to go with a Jean Sibelius adaptation as a simple little tribute to the late Keith Emerson. He died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound as he couldn't bear living without music as carpal tunnel syndrome meant that his hands had massive nerve damage and they would betray him. Otherwise, some depression and alcoholism had set in. Emerson died March 10th, 2016, at the age of 71. At some point later this year, I'll do a proper profile on Emerson since he did a few film scores. 
from his pre-ELP band, The Nice. The song is off their 1970 album, Five Bridges. And the Krillia Suite, Karyala, as we say in Finland. The Karelia Suite is one of those wondrous bits of music, especially since it ties into my home province in Finland. Ah, we have Skarjala and its weird little battles, cultural touch points, and general natural outsized behavior. This will be the intermezzo from the Karelia Suite by the Nice. Thank you. 
Unearthing the depths of contemporary cassettes and vinyl underground, ranging from DIY bedroom pop and garage rock all the way to harsh noise and, of course, drone. Pop Drone, every Wednesday at 10 to 11.30 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM. My advice to young girls would be Go home after school
from her new album, The Ridge, released just a few weeks ago. That was violinist Sarah Neufeld would chase the bright and burning. Neufeld is best known as being a long-standing touring and recording member of Arcade Fire, along with the classicist Bell Orchestra. There's also her duet work with saxophonist Colin Stetson. For her second solo album, Neufeld does feature Arcade Fire's drummer Jeremy Gara, along with a bit of Stetson, but primarily herself and her violin and all the physicality involved to play it. Her debut solo album was 2013's Zero Brother, featured more restraint and site-specific acoustics as producer Niles Frum recorded her in several different locations. The Ridge has a little bit more of a pop shift, including more wordless vocals as the microphones capture more than just her bow and her strings. Behind me, this is Lorenzo Senni with Forever Headline from his 2014 album Super Impositions. The Milanese producer runs the Presto label in Italy, though Super Impositions marks the Boomcat Record Store's 10th release through their own label. My name is Gak, and this is a pre-recorded episode of Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Up next, two tracks have been bouncing around my playlists for a while, and sadly, they were always getting bumped for time. You'll never typically know whether I've been tinkering on an episode for weeks, or then delay just another show and whip up something new from scratch, but behind the scenes, there's always going to be some songs I keep wanting to share, and I just have to get around to it. Hopefully you've heard this one before, it's a B-side to a local single that came out last year. And Pender Street Steppers have been a part of the Mood Hut crew pretty much since its inception, and their 2015 12-inch The Glass City was a nice slice of Mellow House. This is that B-side, Pender Street Steppers with Golden Garden.
from this year's Jervis Pump Station single. That was Project Pablo and Wolfie with What It Is. There's a mix of Montreal with Vancouver there. The former represented by Project Pablo, who had a well-regarded debut on his own through the Vancouver cassette label 1080p. Wolfie marks the latter. It's the nickname of Alexander Wolf, a Vancouverite who studied violin here before picking up electronic music in Los Angeles, the Berklee College of Music in Boston, and then Montreal, where he studied at McGill. Wolfie and Project Pablo have collaborated in the past on Wolfie's 2014 Habit EP, and there's some connected bits tied to the SL Singles Club. So what do you think that a simple beachside municipal utility in West End can get its own recontextualization? This is Red Panda here in the background. From last year's Exploding Rainbows EP, this track is Lotus. And Red Panda hail from Ottawa, a wild source of home-recorded psychedelia. And of course, you're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Now, the soundtrack releases for this week. New movies, including uh, Will Musser's uh, song album for God's Not Dead Part 2. Junkie XL, who's had a busy year or so. He's uh, done the music for Kill Your Friends, and that's out through Polyphone Records. RZA, the Wu-Tang Clan, did the music for Meet the Blacks. Robert Glasser's music for Miles Ahead is out through Columbia Records. And then uh, there are two albums tied to the year two of the TV series Fargo. There's a score by Jeff Russo, and then there's a separate release for some of the songs from that season. As re-releases go... Uh, it's the Oscar-winning Ennio Morricone. There's a limited edition of 500 copies of his score to Il Grande Silenzio, The Big Silence. Dario Marianelli's score for In This World is out on vinyl. John Williams' music to Memoirs of a Geisha is out. Dipping into the Jerry Goldsmith archives, there's an expanded version of the, his score to Warlock. Vince DiCola and various artists... There's a first pressing on vinyl and a limited edition of a thousand copies of the music from Rocky IV. For uh, the Easter holiday that just passed, well, you can celebrate it twice because uh, John Debney's music from The Passion of the Christ comes out in a limited edition of a thousand copies on vinyl. And then something we previously profiled here on Exploding Movies, Francis Monkman's music from the 1980 Bob Hoskins film The Long Good Friday. We'll head to Halifax for this next act with a name suitable for the maritime region, Moss Harvest. They've been releasing ambient drone pieces for several years now, and last year they released Moments of Inertia through the Haligonian Ought slash Void label, home to an experimental side to Nova Scotia that I'm still trying to figure out right now. Anyways, this is Moss Harvest with Eastern Passage.
Are you not sure where to go on campus? Traveling late at night and afraid to go alone? Call SafeWalk, a free service where a co-ed team will take you anywhere you need to go on campus. Don't walk alone. For a walk, add SafeWalk to your phone. Call 604-822-5355. That's 604-822-5355. Alternatively, use a UBC Blue phone and ask for SafeWalk. Approach any SafeWalk team or drop by our office on the main floor of the sub across from the gallery lounge. Because you're mine, I walk the line.
That was Grace with the title track to his Cliff single, K-L-I-P-H, out now through the new Canada label. And you spell Canada with a K. Grace is the project by producers Christian Anderson and Adam Marshall, two Toronto producers who've been based in Berlin for quite some time. So you get a mix of the quintessential German techno along with some London bass, plus some banger elements from Hogtown. Marshall founded and curates the new Canada label, and Greys have several releases to their name over the past few years. This is Anna Caprix behind me here off of this year's free EP, M6 Ultra. We're listening to Powerlines Run Through Clubland. We'll get into our Bollywood via Darjeeling profile shortly, but I have one last long track to share with you before we go to a regular bite-sized song format. We have to segue from electronic to Indian string somehow. Natural fit will be the disco ragas from the early 80s, but figuring out a Canadian angle is going to take plenty of time for me to sort out, which I clearly don't have time for this week. So we'll take a sonic detour via Guelph, Ontario with a drone guitarist to demonstrate some Eastern influence. M. Mucci has been an experimental acoustic player for over a decade, exploring ambience via primitive elements. During the day, Mucci apparently tends exotic plants at the greenhouse at the University of Guelph. From last year's Don't Be Afraid, here's M. Mucci with Basta Cornuto. Stick around. Afterwards, we'll get to the Darjeeling Limited here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR, or 1.9 FM in Vancouver.
Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola, no marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? Miranda Fulnick is best thought of as an introversal jukebox which has no concept of genre, style, political boundaries, or even space-time relevance. But it does know good sounds from bad. Lately, the program has been focused on Philip Random's All Vinyl Countdown plus Apocalypse, the 1,111th greatest records you probably haven't heard. And we're not afraid of noise. Randophomic, every Saturday at 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. at CATR 101.9 FM. From the soundtrack to the 2007 film The Darjeeling Limited, that was the Udaipur Convent School's nuns and students with their take on the hymn, Praise Him. Udaipur is a small city in the western state of Rajasthan, sort of in between Ahmedabad and Jodhpur. And when I say small city, it's small in comparison with other Indian cities because it only has 450,000 people. And in the background, another Darjeeling Limited song, Though this also appears as the title music to the 1958 film Jal Sagar, known in English as The Music Room. It was written by Ustad Vilayat Khan, a legendary sitar player who was one of the great pioneers of Indian classical music to the West, along with other performers like Ravi Shankar, Ali Akbar Khan, and Vilayat's younger brother Imran. The Darjeeling Limited was director Wes Anderson's fifth film and inspired in part by the films of Satyajit Ray, who directed Jal Sagar. Ray was a legendary force in the Bollywood scene. Along with his films, documentaries, and shorts, he was a writer, publisher, illustrator, graphic designer, and composer. But we best know him for his Apu film trilogy from the 1950s, which he scripted, casted, scored, edited, and publicized. Based on Ray's films, along with documentaries about India by Louis Malle, Anderson spun a tale co-written by another director, Roman Coppola, Sophia's brother, and then Roman and Sophia's cousin, Jason Schwartzman. It's about three brothers riding a fictional train through India, escaping their own personal problems. And Anderson's usual themes of privilege and abandonment bubble up as the brothers deal with the death of their father and the absence of their mother, who's volunteering at an orphanage in the Himalayas at the end of their train ride. Anderson's film relied on many Bollywood cues, so let's listen to a few of them, including another Ustad Vilayat Khan piece. And this is originally from the 1969 film of a guru, about a British rock star visiting India to learn the sitar from a Vilayat equivalent, harking back to George Harrison and the Beatles. This will be Arrival in Banaras. 
And The Guru was an early merchant ivory production, and there'll be a little bit of a thread throughout these four songs. The Darjeeling Limited here on Exploding Head Movies, CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Thank you. 
लाइफ राइटर टिप 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 करता है जिंदगी की हर कहानी लिखता है अर्जी करना हो तो इससे प्यार बढ़ा लो इससे प्यार बढ़ा लो अपने दिल की हालत लिख दो अपना काम बना लो अपना काम बना लो जीवन का हम राज ही है का हम राज यही है हालत दिल की सुनता है राइटर टिप 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 करता है जिंदगी की हर कहानी लिखता है क्या क्या रंग दिखाए क्या क्या रंग दिखाए करता है जिंदगी की हर कहानी लिखता है
All those songs we just heard were from the Darjeeling Limited soundtrack. We started with Ustad Vilayat Khan with Arrival in Benares. Then we heard two songs from the 1970 film Bombay Taki. Firstly with Shankar and Jaiki Shan on their own with the title music. And then they wrote Kasore and Kumar, Ashe Bosal singing, typewriter, tip, tip, tip. Shankar and Jaiki Shan were another force in the Bollywood scene for their music. And for Bombay Taki, they played with the themes from this Merchant Iyer production about a British author researching the Bollywood film industry. She winds up falling in love with one of its actors. Then we closed with Jyotirinda, Moitra, and Ali Akbar Khan with Farewell to Ernest, which originally appeared in the 1963 film The Householder, the first ever Merchant Ivory production back when Ivory, the director James Ivory, was moving away from making documentaries. Ali Akbar Khan was another proponent of Indian classical music, originally hailing from an East Bengali town that became part of Bangladesh when it separated from India. I had a profile on Darjeeling Limited within the first few weeks of having a CITR show. At the time, I shared one Bollywood song since the usual Anderson mix of Kinks, Rolling Stones, and 60s Continental Troubadours were spotlighted. And if you're curious, there is a real railway that served as part of the inspiration for the story of the Darjeeling Limited. The Darjeeling Himalayan Railway goes from East Bengal to Darjeeling itself towards Nepal, though it's a lot shorter than you think. I don't think the rail cars look as opulent as most of Anderson's usual design, which uh, primarily features the help of his brother Eric Chase Anderson, who does mostly the illustration work you see in Wes's films, like the Criterion box art. Anderson's most recent film was 2014's The Grand Budapest Hotel, though he co-produced last year's She's Funny That Way with Noah Baumbach. Currently, pre-production has started on Anderson's next film, an untitled stop-motion animated film about dogs, Something that works as a spiritual follow-up to 2009's The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Otherwise, once I have a bit more time, I hope I have time soon, uh, I will do a proper Bollywood profile. That's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will guide you until midnight. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday. If you missed any of this week's episode, you can grab the Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca for the playlist and the audio once uh, all the computers catch up to whatever I need. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air and Exploding Heavies is also on Facebook and Tumblr, but you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com Next week it will be April and I'll be back from Bangalore and I suspect I'll be heavily jet lagged, so maybe we'll do some Venture Brothers I mean, Season 6 has been going on for a bit already. Maybe it's time to dip into some of my vinyl archives and highlight the Shogun Assassin soundtrack or maybe let's go back to the 90s and uh, listen to some music from the Grim Fandango video game. In the background, this is new Tim Hecker from uh, the upcoming Love Streams album, out soon by the 4AD label. This is Castrati Stack. Otherwise, we're going to close with Leland Kirby. And on Kirby's 40th birthday, he released the album We Drink to Forget the Coming Storm, which was only made available until June 20th, 2014. Each track combines the same elements, some piano, digital strings, and synthesized choir. Of course, it's appropriate since I pretty much turned 40 this month. Uh, this album didn't have a fixed release, and apparently should be used sparingly in one's own favorite track combinations. So from Leland Kirby's We Drink to Forget the Coming Storm, this will be its last track, simply called 40. So take care of yourselves, Vancouver. I miss you, but I'm in India. I'll be back next week.
be your wingman. <laughs> Even if it means me taking a chubby, I will suck it up. CITR has always been your ultimate wingman. The one you had the ladies back at your place, or whatever. You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, of course, CITR.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker coming right up right now. (laughs) 